BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, the creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Okay, we're live. (laughs) Wow, it's good that we took a moment away. And by a moment away, I mean 10 hours from leaving the trip to now record. So it's, it's really fresh. Honestly, I feel like it feels both like it was yesterday and 30 years ago at the same time. It feels like it's been in the forefront of, I think, our minds for years. So it just, it's all. I feel like I've, I've lived this since January, actually. Okay. Is that where we should kick it off? Where should we kick this off? When did you guys start really scheming and planning? And I guess let's start there. I'm going to start with a little disclaimer. Sorry. Aubrey did 96% of everything. I'm just on this, I'm just on this pod to kind of bring a little levity, a little humor. I was definitely there for Aubrey to bounce ideas off of, but I would just like it to be known that the actual execution, you know, I'm an ideas person. I'd be like, oh, it'd be cool to get the chef an apron, you know? Aubrey orders the apron. Aubrey gets the apron shipped to her house. Aubrey brings the apron. What does Natalie do? Just have an idea. You know, so I just want to make that clear. Anything logistics, we're gonna we're gonna give to Aubrey. (laughs) The logistics are the least fun part of it all though like we needed the ideas you guys are so (laughs) cute either way both of you went above and beyond and I am just so grateful I'm like still on cloud nine that was the best weekend of my life I don't even know how like to recover and I want to rehash everything because it was like just the best and also hilarious and everyone else said it was the best weekend of their lives and I kept saying like do I have bride syndrome and am I like making this in my head to be the best weekend ever and you guys are just pretending or is everyone literally having the best three days of their life it was the best weekend of my life I don't even want a bachelorette that was 
That was also my bachelorette. It's the same. That was perfect. That that checked all the boxes. Everyone's making such a big hype about it. I mean, it wasn't like we had a full private boat experience and every itinerary, every detail down to the minute. Like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Like, it was no big deal. <laughs> so I guess we can take it there. Arriving in Cabo, what, did you guys have any thoughts, any expectations? Did we have thoughts and expectations heading in? Yes, we'd replayed every single potential kind of... <laughs> how it could have landed so yeah we definitely had I expectations slept in years yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would just stay up at night thinking of all the things that i'd forgotten and it was great like right before the trip the girls were messaging me questions and every question i would get i'd just be like okay we've got that we've got that like every question i could answer like check 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 Total. i think i think it's like important to note that the planning for this with the whole group started months ago like to get everyone to buy the same hat for the rodeo, to know what to wear each night, to expect, you know, this is on the itinerary. So bring jean shorts to wear with this other full outfit that we got you. Like it takes a lot of planning on the back end and just where everyone's flights. How do we get drivers to pick them up from the airport? Again, Aubrey did all this. I'm just kind of orating it, but that was kind of what, how it takes a really long time to get everyone on board. And like, this is going to be the cost and like all these things that go into it just to make sure everyone's aligned and ready to go. And so what was that like having a separate group chat without me in it? Cause I didn't even, this is the first bachelorette of like our friends. And so I've never even been to one for my friends. So when I heard like in February or March that you guys had a group chat without me, I was like, what? Like, cause I didn't even realize like that had to happen. Like, you know, it was like a week before and Vic was like, Hey, Aubrey, maybe you could add me to a separate one or something. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot this was about you. <laughs> yes. I guess you can talk to everyone coming on. the show. And Aubrey couldn't, we would FaceTime and she just wouldn't ever show me her room because for how many months was it covered in what would be the goodie bags? I would say starting actually in January when Natalie and I had our first little debrief, Natalie impulsively ordered these teensy toonsy <laughs> little beach bags that we ended up using. And she's like, perfect. They're going straight to your house. So that's when the pile started collecting. And then it kind of took on a life of its own in the corner over there by my chair. Totally. And, and the bags that was, see, when you put the logistics to me and I actually have to press order, I thought the bags were humongous. I thought those beach bags with our names on them, we'd have them forever. They'd have our name on them. We, they could hold, you know, 18 tubes of sunscreen. Try one tube and barely a phone. How does that sound? <laughs> yeah. So those are a little, <laughs> a little so smaller many. than anticipated. It was but so luckily cute. we were able to get them across the border. It was honestly better that they were smaller because yes. Lord yeah. knows, but yeah, those were small. So I guess we get there. Well, first of all, you guys flew together with Brie, which was so much fun. I was supposed to fly with Ella, who um, missed her flight. So <laughs> I flew by myself. I was arriving at the airport, literally pulling up to the airport. And I was already worried because it was a holiday weekend. I forgot, you know, international terminal would be different. I had to check a bag. And so I text Ella like, hey, I'm running late. Like, I'll see you at the gate. Ella, who lives like 40 minutes from the airport from me says, oh, my God, same girl. I'm just leaving now. And I'm like, just leaving now. And in that moment, I look at Max like, oh, Ella is not making this flight. And I'm like, you know what? Deep breaths. Ella will figure it out. I'm just going to proceed to the terminal. <laughs> and and we're freaking out because we're on our flight with Brie, your other bridesmaid. And we're like, I'm sorry, Ella, you had one job. I'm texting her on the side, like Aubrey section on the side. We're all freaking out. I'm sorry, you were the escort. That was your job. <laughs> Bring the bride. 
from from LAX to Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> it's okay. It worked out in the end. Well, it was I didn't mind flying alone. It was kind of nice to uh, get to like regroup and like have so much excitement. I watched the movie Bridesmaids on the Plane, which was such a tone setter, like so funny, got me all hyped. And then I landed. And as soon as I got into customs, you guys were at the front of the line. So I just ran up and caught with you all big hugs. We go to get checked bags where we get the three suspect duffels that you guys have brought that I like. I'm so confused. What could be in these three ginormous duffel bags? Just so you guys can get a vigil of the night before Natalie and I are running a full assembly line operation out of her mother's living room. Like we are a machine at this point. Like I'm tossing pajamas back. She's tossing me slippers. We're putting tags on everything just in case. I don't know why everything needed a tag. Just like we're, we're joking. Like the amount of tags we're using, we're joking to put one on the disposable camera, like for you to take photos, for you to snap (laughs) the memories. Hey, they know how to use a camera. Let's move on to the next thing. Like so many tags. Natalie, Natalie has these little like balloon tags and she's writing capture every moment i go hey natalie can you do something useful here actually <laughs> i'm like, like please I, I'm now like is a good time to start my calligraphy and... career yeah <laughs> wait so you were assembling like putting putting all the things together or like what were you grouping like how are the bags packed so what i did me and my apartment here just so we could kind of have it ready to go i spent like i spent like a few hours like putting everyone's stuff in their size piles So then when we got to Natalie's, like we kind of had everything, every girl's bag ready to go. Kim, Natalie's mom was like, girls, you need these in cellophane bag. I have all these stickers. I have all these bag tags. Like we're doing this. I was like, okay. Wait, how did you guys even know what to do? I mean, were you Googling bachelorette parties? Like, like I said before, I would have had to literally, I mean, I I didn't even half the things you did. I didn't even expect, like, I didn't even know. Like, I mean, when I got there, there were like balloons in the Airbnb and played cookies. I was like, this is amazing. And then you guys had like all this other stuff you did. Like, how did you even know? I just felt like I was like, more is more here. And Natalie, I think that's what we kept saying. More is more. So like the Airbnb was so great. I had this lady, Anna, who was at the house, who was like the home concierge texting me literally since January, helping me get everyone's flight information, getting all the taxis ready. And I was like, is there any way you can get a balloon arch? And she was like, sure, we have balloon arches in Cabo. Like, let's do it. She's like, do you want cookies? And I was like, we would love cookies. I wasn't expecting them to be like beautiful, gold embellished. That was like so gorgeous. I'm literally eating one right now. I think we were just saying it's such a huge Airbnb that we wanted it to feel full. Like we were worried that it would be like, it would feel empty and not like a celebration. So that was like a huge thing. Secondly, just the thing, the thing that I did help with was we luckily had like five influencers on the trip. So there was a lot of gifting involved. There was a lot of coordination with like Cupshe sending us stuff, all these brands sending us stuff basically so that and the goal of all that is that we'll post and tag them and spread awareness about the brand. So like that was the back end of it of being like, we have these girls, these are their handles, these are followers and whatever. And we have a spreadsheet with everyone's sizes. And so freaking clutch to get all that stuff gifted too. Like, because then all the girls attending don't have to worry about buying five different bathing suits and all these different shoes. Like, whereas I think on general bachelorette trips, you do have to think about buying those things maybe. Whereas here it was more like food, drinks, living, And then those things were comped, which was clutch AF. Totally. Totally. And it's like, no one really wants to go home with like 
stuff like heart glasses like all right awesome I will wear those never until my (laughs) bachelorette probably so it's good for one and that also was what was helpful with us going above and beyond too is like we didn't have to like all our fits like with the cover-ups and the matching shoes and the bucket hat you know we could go over the top there you know totally totally so we walk into the Airbnb. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's modern. The view is stunning. The rooms are amazing. Everyone's just like having the best time. Great vibes. And let's not forget Luis, our live-in butler, <laughs> holding a tray of margaritas. I mean, Luis, wait, how does are that, we, we going to sleep on Luis? How does that even happen? Well, say I did. I did make the welcome margaritas so clear. I was like, we need those. I want Victoria to step out of the van and and simultaneously grab one. Like I want to drink in her hand at all times. Wait, that is so funny that you say that now because if I replay the video, I feel like he's like running to the the, the van with the yes, margaritas. Literally. Wait, how did we even get, okay, because you guys, for people listening, I we weren't like, we need, we need a butler and we need a chef. Like we're not those people. Did you just find an Airbnb that had that stuff in it? Like I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of, well, a lot of the Airbnbs in Cabo do have that stuff. So it was more, we kind of filtered out the ones that didn't and went backwards. Interesting. Because I figured having a driver, someone around, just there's 10 girls, like not having all of us in the kitchen at once. There's the safety so element. And then also like it ended up being cheaper. Like if someone's cooking dinner for you in the Airbnb, it's cheaper than going out to these really expensive meals. So like it actually, I know it sounds super bougie, but it, it pays off in the end, I think. And it was so nice. And Luis was literally the goat. He was such a sweetheart. And Ella, of course, we- <laughs> has made friends with the entire staff and they're all following each other on Instagram. So Luis, if you're listening, gracias. We love you. Gracias. <laughs> so then we go for a swim. And while we're swimming, you guys like kind of move us to the pool and say like the elves have to get to work. So then you and Aubrey like run downstairs. And then is that when you're assembling goodie bags for everyone? We had them all assembled. We just needed to pop them out. Pop them out. They were all ready to go. There was a little tool that needed to be added. We obviously had to get Luis to get round three of the margaritas lined up in our custom cups with penis straws, which was incredibly important to us. So, you know, there were, there were those little touches that we needed to have in, in round two of the, the excitement. And also we're carrying these body bags. It's like, all right, what's in the bags? Like, let, it better be exciting, you know? So we put these giant cutouts of Max's head. We taped some of the balloons on the on the on this glass wall on one of the balcony, one of the balconies in the Airbnb. It's unbelievable. And we just, all, we set it up so it would be a big, like, kind of opening experience for everyone of like, what are your goodies for the weekend? And you know, it's like camp. It was literally (laughs) so fun. And then we came down and we were all so excited. The way you guys had it organized looked amazing. And the pictures of Max were hilarious. Everyone had slippers, hangover packs, bikinis, outfits, shoes, hats, glasses, like the bags. Disposable cameras, if anyone's listening, planning, so key. That was Natalie's touch. I'm going to give Natalie full blown credit for that. Because I think those the disposable cameras to those to develop in like three weeks and just get a new batch of content. Like So true. And that was the first time I saw the itinerary, which looked insane. I mean, I didn't know anything about like what the actual schedule was until seeing this. And it was, you know, we arrived pool party. Then we had dinner that night at Flora Farms, PJ party games. I mean, it was insane. You guys, I posted the itinerary to my bachelorette highlight if you want to check it out. But I mean, everything was planned perfectly. So then 
we had more pool party and then we got ready for dinner. And then this was so fun. This was a bright theme. Like, did, did was that, that was coordinated, right? Just wear brights. That was so selfish of me. I had a dress I wanted to wear <laughs> and I was like, sorry, everyone's going to dress according to me. This is about me actually this weekend. Totally. totally <laughs> That's how we is. pick bright. And we figured it'd be cuter to have variety. You know, like you don't need to go to dinner in matching dresses. Yeah. It was cute to have that, I think. And the restaurant also was like very bright and colorful and it all looked amazing together. So then we're at dinner and I show up and I'm like, I'm like on cloud nine. I'm like, there were balloons. There were cookies. There were the goodie bags. Like we're done here. I show up. They have decorated the table with these hilarious pictures of Max and I and custom M&Ms and custom stir straws. And it was just so cute and above and beyond. I couldn't even believe it. And then we all sat down at dinner, which was so special because it really felt like, okay, like we're toasting like the night, the trip is beginning, you know? It was so fun. And it was also Flora Farms is like the best. It was like an hour drive away. There's so much anticipation. It's the best food, I think, in Cabo, like one of the top. And we go and it's like Aubrey, Aubrey, Little Elf. We, we were calling each other Sergeant Lieutenant all weekend. So Sergeant goes <laughs> and, and sets up the table. And then we come and I think you put this on your, your story highlight as well. But I think the most anticipated thing for Aubrey and I that we were the most scared of was something we decided to do three days before the trip, which was kind of a, a scene setting roast <laughs> to everyone attending the, the trip. So we're, we get our first margarita. We're like looking at each other. We're texting under the table. We're freaking out. When are we Just doing this toast? With- Just staring. We're not enjoying anything. That is so true. Honestly, now that I think back on your mannerisms, I kept being like, this is amazing. You guys kept being like, oh, just wait. Like you might not like us in an hour. Well, that's part of not knowing the girl. You know what I mean? Like, of course we've all met before, but like we don't know each other at all. So then to come in to this girl's weekend, that's supposed to be the best weekend of your life and then kind of make fun of everyone the first night kind of a rough start. Aubrey was like, nah, it's not a good idea. I'm like, uh, we're roasting everyone. Sorry, stranger who <laughs> I've never I met. Pull like, Natalie's roast back in. I was like, let's just keep it real light, real light. <laughs> <laughs> now look, when you go on a bachelorette trip or something like this, you know, your system's going to get out of whack because you're eating food from a different country, different times of day. You're partying a lot, et cetera, et cetera. But <laughs> not for me because I brought my Athletic Greens travel packs and I had that every single morning with a bottle of water and it kept my system in check and made me feel so, so much better. I truly cannot express what the Athletic Greens travel packs do for me when I'm on the road. I didn't have to worry about Montezuma's revenge if you catch my drift. So what is Athletic Greens? Well, it's a greens powder and essentially with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, Mixed with water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, all the things. I personally take it every single morning. It is so easy. Just one scoop, mix it in a cup of water, stir it up, drink it. I used to actually sip my Athletic Greens, but then Max taught me how to chug because Max has it every morning too. So now I'm on the chug train and it's literally such a quick, seamless and easy process. And I know for the rest of the day, my body is armed with the most important nutrients. 
to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash realpod. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash realpod, where you will get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs. So those are the things I just brought on the road with me, all with your first purchase. Just head over to athleticgreens.com slash realpod to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode is also sponsored by Macy's. Join Macy's this Pride Month as they celebrate love, acceptance, individuality, and inclusion. As the Trevor Project's National Pride Partner for the fourth year, Macy's has raised over $3.4 million to help more than 53,000 LGBTQ plus young people in crisis. Help Macy's continue their impact by rounding up your purchase in-store or donating online this month to support suicide prevention services for LGBTQ plus youth. You can also shop LGBTQ-owned brands and pride merch from brands like Levi's, Calvin Klein, Coach, and more at Macy's.com slash purpose. I love this partnership because Macy's has everything you need from clothes, gifts, jewelry, perfume house supplies, decor, I mean, silverware, you name it. Macy's has everything. And by shopping at Macy's in-store online, you can just simply round up at checkout and be a part of something greater. Help Macy's continue raising money for this cause and supporting the LGBTQ plus community. I know I am, and I hope you are too. Once again, you can head over to macy's.com slash purpose. That's macy's.com slash purpose, P-U-R-P-O-S-E, to join Macy's this Pride Month as they celebrate love, acceptance, individuality, and inclusion, partnering with The Trevor Project. So the squad is just elite. I mean, all great people and like all from such special chapters of my life. And then to have everyone merge was the best. So after the first night PJ Party Games, that was amazing. Set the tone. Aubrey planning so that we don't go out the first night so we have energy for this boat day. The way that you guys went through the itinerary to make sure like we would be peaking and rising at the correct times, I think played such a crucial role in the success of the trip because we weren't like, we're going to go hard every night. It was like, here, we're going to have this amazing dinner and drink. Then we're going to come back and we're going to do peachy party and games because the next day we're doing this insane boat darty. So first we go to brunch, which is delicious. I almost swallowed a live do we call it a larva, a caterpillar? A caterpillar? There, was a, there was a green caterpillar in her salad. I mean, there's no other way around it. Luckily, right side, all the food was comped, which was yeah, awesome. That was, Downside, Vic, Vic was a little shaken up for a couple hours no, there. No, I was totally fine. But like, I literally put my fork in the salad and I was, it was inches away from my mouth. And I saw this little caterpillar, which was kind of cute, like almost like wake up from the lettuce sleeve. Like I had disturbed its sleep and I was like, oh, sorry. Like you were catching some Z's in my, my kale and, <laughs> and quinoa bowl, but I'm so glad that it perked. Us. I'm so glad it perked this little head up. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, it's also like, it was just so shocking because it was like one of the nicest restaurants in Cabo. Like this place is, they, yeah. they have a location in Miami and New York. It's like the best spot ever so that and that's why they were like we're comping all the food like I'm, I'm sure they were just as shaken up by it but it was so just like okay wow let's get this little guy out of here <laughs> thank you so much it's also so classic that it just has to be the bride's meal like out of anything like totally give me sure the bug and I would have eaten six millworms and not said anything about it we would have just kept <laughs> smiling and just chewed him up full body I didn't honestly I didn't even care 
Like, I, I mean, the, the, the pizza, everything was so good, but I knew that that would get us something like, I mean, I knew that if we told the restaurant, we would get some, some bone thrown to us, which is nice in the grand scheme of everyone having like four drinks and like buying all this food. So we elect Chloe to go talk to the waiter because like, this is so Chloe's personality to like, be like, excuse me, there was a caterpillar in the salad. Like, what can we do about this? Like, she, and you know, yeah, <laughs> wait, none wait, of us are able to be so confrontational. Help you. The waiter comes yeah. over and says, how? how are you? How are you? And Chloe goes, I'm good. Oh, actually, I'm not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what shocks. Um, I've been better. I'm not good at all. Anyway, here's what we saw. <laughs> What's gonna happen? What's going on? <laughs> Literally. And then Chloe is like, but I think I'd be good with two bottles of rose and free dessert. Like she was like seeing how yeah. much she could. You know bargain. how to get me good? You know how to make sure that I'll be good? <laughs> two bottles of whispering angel, dessert, all the food comped. How does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> literally and so that was so clutch and actually it was so sweet my parents had contacted you guys and were wanting to treat you know the drinks and any food for this brunch and so that was first of all so sweet of them I was not expecting that classic Lainey Garrick like always has to be involved in some way but is the most generous sweetest soul so it was clutch too because then yeah they only charge us for drinks and we were like you know also just just for a little Lainey context. Lainey was trying so hard. I could tell not to ask me too many questions, just kind of didn't want to. She's like, girly, no worries. Sure you got everything covered. Let me know if you want me to treat for anything. Maybe massages. Is there something I can send? But trying so hard to be hands off. So one day I just called her and I was like, Lainey, can I just run you through the itinerary just so that you know we've got it all covered? Like, just so you know. And like, you could tell, like, she was like, okay, never mind. You guys got it. All good. All good. <laughs> totally. I think there was a little lack of trust in the beginning, but Aubrey pulled through. Lack of trust. Like, oh we my showed God, her up. Lainey classic. It's like every wedding thing. She like needs a hand in. So the fact that she didn't know what ha- was happening on the batch, she was like, she literally goes, was my batch invite lost in the mail? I'm like, no. <laughs> so then we go to the boat and the boat this was, I, I mean, it's hard to say the highlight of the trip because everything was amazing. But if I could relive one moment of the trip, it would be the boat. There's just some kind of cheerleader effect, kind of just pulsating palpable energy that comes with 10 girls in matching bikinis <laughs> and heart sunglasses on a private boat. I mean, with an open bar, there's just, there's not, there's nothing that could go wrong, really. I mean, it, it's a perfect recipe for success. Literally. And the music, Ella was DJing and playing just absolute bops that were certified booty shakers. Like we're going Meg the Stallion. <laughs> we're going Doja Cat. And literally everyone was getting down and dancing and drinking. And we were just on this boat in the middle of the ocean in Cabo living our best life. Just the exact same vibe too. Like everyone's the same level of like perfect drunk. Everyone's dancing. I feel like I've been on boats where it's like only four people can be on the front. All 12 of us on the front of the boat or 10 of us, like perfect. Like we're all together at all points. What Vic jumps off. Oh, boom. We're all jumping off. Everyone get in right (laughs) now. We're all going in rafts, rafts in the back. We're all on the raft. Like it was just perfect. I was thinking that too about the boat. Like the fact that the front of the boat had that like gray felt thing that was comfy that we could all sit on. Like usually the boats, like there's nowhere to sit. I think that boat was unreal. Like it was the perfect setup for that. Aubrey, did you, did you detail that? Yeah, no, I went through four different boat companies. Are you serious? I was just making a joke. 
No, 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 no. That that front section was so critical. I knew it. Wait, you handpicked that boat? <laughs> so I handpicked that. Of course, I handpicked your party yacht. Everything was handpicked. Aubrey, I'm shook to my <laughs> core. Nothing we're just going to randomly assign a boat. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm shook to my core. That was such a good call. And the best kind of after effect of the boat that we just realized today from our shared PR gal is that paparazzi saw us on this boat and snapped photos of us and said in their tabloids, Victoria Garrick celebrates Bachelorette with friends. And there's like all these paparazzi pics, ones that I certainly did not consent to of myself on a boat, <laughs> but unreal. Like it must've looked like we were having the best time in the middle of the ocean. I was dying when that text came through today from Sarah, who's Natalie and I's shared PR. And she was like, you realize that there are paparazzi pictures of you guys on the boat? I feel like I've never felt more like Hailey Bieber than I did looking at those photos, which I don't know how much they're going to cost me, but I would pay a pretty penny to just get one of those for the the sake of the fact that it, that it happened. Not to mention the Biebers were there. However, the paparazzi was busy with us. <laughs> yeah. So totally. Sorry, they were Haley. really caught up with us. Sorry, yeah. Haley. So not sure where their pap photos are, but the fact that we got some is literally <laughs> iconic. And on the boat, I mean, we were just dancing. I think Todd gave me a lap dance. Actually, fun bit of the boat. Natalie disappeared for about 57 minutes. I just don't even know where she was. She transcended into a higher state and just was, was not, was mute. <laughs> I'd like to make it clear. Natalie passed I, away. <laughs> I took an 11 minute nap because sometimes when you go to Bagatelle and then you go on a boat, you need a nap. And this is how, how big of a personality I am that if I'm gone for a mere 11 minutes, it feels like the boat <laughs> might as well just stop. Doesn't it? I mean, I am like, <laughs> I, I was gone for 10 to 12 minutes. I'm not kidding, Max. I like set a timer on my phone to just kind of rest there. Wait, where it's did like, you take the nap? You? I didn't even know you took a nap for real. I just napped in the front of the boat. And then Vic's like, would have been really cool if you were on the boat with us. <laughs> <laughs> really, really had a lot of memories from the boat that you weren't there. No, but like that was actually so funny. I literally saw you like halfway through. And so it's like, it's us only a group of 10 girls. Like that was just hilarious. And I was like, where were you? But it was fun when we all started jumping in the water and swimming. And then we get onto the raft, which the raft was where I want to die one day. Like take my body to the raft off of the boat in Cabo San Lucas. This is when I was I was at my peak drunk and began to sob. And I'm like, now I'm like, I think every bride as a rite of passage on her bachelorette has to start hysterically crying and go around to each girl, actually swim around to each girl and tell her what she means to her and why this is the best day ever. And I remember being like, I swear I'm not drunk. This is just how I really feel. I love you. <laughs> I was going around to each person. The whole experience is like way more emotional than I thought it would be. Like actually, like in all seriousness, yeah. it was like we on the last night, we all said something we loved about Vic and she said something back that she loved about us. And it just felt like it was so full of like really positive emotions and like brought us all closer and like brought, you know, us three closer for sure. And like your moment on the boat of the two of you, I you Vic posted a photo. It was the cutest photo ever of them just sobbing into each other's arms. Like it's so special to be surrounded by the people who love you most. And like, it was just so was such an honor to be a part of. I was so expecting to cry at your engagement party, but I feel like I was more hysterical this weekend, just out of like pure joy. It's so true. Why do you think that was? I mean, well, a bachelorette is so special because it is like all the girls taking you out for 
it's not one last hurrah because marriage, you know, you're going to have fun the rest of your life. But it is like, this is, it is, it's like the last, if you're marrying someone, you're committing to them for life. And it's like, this is the last time you're not single or could end a relationship. Like, and it is so emotional. It's not like a birthday. This doesn't happen every year. It's once in a lifetime. Hopefully you go on a bachelorette with your girls. And like, it just means so much too that everyone came out and wanted to celebrate and was like having the best time and everything was going well. And like, yeah, just crying. And then Chloe, remember the four of us were on the side of the raft with Chloe and Chloe was was like, Vic, she was like, do you know how lucky you are to have these two best friends who did all this for you and like care so much about you? And I'm like, I know. I felt like I was a kid being punished. Do you know how lucky you are to have this? And I was like, yes, I know. Like they're the best. Like I think about it every single day. And like, we were just sobbing, thinking about like all of our memories from middle school and high school and the boys we've dated and the tears we've wiped for each other and like the dreaming of like, who will we be with? And it's like, this is my time and your guys's time will come and I'll be doing the same for you. I mean, it is emotional. And I think on the boat day was really the like, holy shit, we're out here in the middle of the ocean. These are all the people I love. And I'm just overwhelmed with love and joy. Totally. Boat day forever. I might, I might need to get a tat somewhere on my body <laughs> to commemorate that day. The little boat. Little boat. We get back from the boat and on the itinerary was just dinner. It was like optional go out night. We were just trying to see what the vibe was. And I was ready to send it just because I... Well, I did want to send it, but I also had like a really cute outfit that I wanted to wear and I knew like needed to get worn. I think just the difference between the three of us, like Aubrey and I are total party girls. We go out like every single weekend. Like that's just like what we do. We're also single. We're just in a different stage of life. So we plan the itinerary of like Vic is just, you're just way more relaxed, way more chill. We assume like, oh my God, big boat day, you'd be done. So when Vic says, oh, I'm down to go out tonight, we're freaking, we're like, oh my God, we're freaking out. All right, let's get the cars. We're going out. We're going to Mandala. We're getting a table. Like, let's go. So it was like the fact that we rallied that night, like it was a perfect level of partying. It was amazing. We just went the whole day and the whole night. That night of going out actually was interesting. And speaking of that dynamic of me not being a party girl and you guys being our our experiences in the club that night were just so polar opposite. First of all, it was like all dudes. Like, I don't know where any females were, but the entire club was men. And I just like wasn't that drunk. So I was like I was drinking, but then I was like kind of sober. And we were in the middle table of the entire club. Also, like we were popping off like we were like such a attractive group of girls like in the middle of the bar like everyone was looking at our group guys were coming over to the point where the the men who were bringing us our bottles had to also function and double as security and like keep people away which also on a side note like is kind of annoying that like we're going out to have this fun bachelorette night and these dudes are coming over like we're trying to like I don't know so it was that was interesting for sure yeah, I was certainly okay with it, but it's perfect <laughs> for me. Aubrey <laughs> and I were like, perfect. 90% men, let's get to work. No, you were not. It was, you know, the table right across from us was like these grimy dudes who none of you were interested in and they would not leave us alone. Totally. Yeah. That's why Aubrey and I kind of snaked away to our own little table of hotties, sat ourselves down in the middle of their table and began networking immediately. Yeah. I went up to the DJ booth at one time. At one point I was, I was having the time of my life is that aubrey on the dj's shoulders at mandala right now what's going on not us (laughs) recapping this night out on just like completely different pages you guys are like this was my best night of the trip i'm like yeah it's like so this night like wasn't that fun but anyway moving on (laughs) 
I had the best time of my life. I don't even remember. Wait, a thing. the best part was that Aubrey was pretty blacked this night, but could she could black in to logistics. Like when the driver would text us or someone needed to go home, Aubrey was suddenly functioning. But then, but the second, like she wasn't even functioning, but it was like she had saved an autopilot of herself that could handle texting the driver. It's Bobbery. I made a, uh, we'll explain that later. I made, I made a joke on the plane of Aubrey, like how she's kind of always texting or like always doing something on her phone. Like I was joking. We're on the plane. She's just like looking around. I'm like, Aubrey, what are you doing? logistics are over you're you're off like, always thinking in my surroundings always thinking in your surroundings always like texting people like Aubrey's the person that texts like 45 people at once like I can only text like three no, people every single day Aubrey's- Aubrey texts people still throughout the day I don't want to say like we're in high school as if it's like like a like a negative connotation but like actually the way we all used to text when we were so excited to get our phones for the first time Aubrey still texts that way totally it's I'm like in a middle snap school. I'm in middle school Everyone has to know how I'm feeling at all. Yeah, and Aubrey keeps her, (laughs) Aubrey like keeps her snap streaks. Like I haven't had a snap streak since like I was 17. Aubrey's my best friend on Snapchat and I'm sure she has way, way more best friend. I've snapped her twice. She's my best friend on Snapchat. (laughs) I have a 40 day snap streak right now. So Aubrey's belligerent. Maureen also is. This was the night that Maureen truly passed away. I have been her friend for over 10 years. And I've never seen Maureen having the time of her life the way she was this night, which I loved for her. I love that for Maureen. Maureen has a Don Julio bottle vertically face down (laughs) into her open mouth, pouring like a freaking fountain. And she has the audacity to wake up the next day, IV in arm. It was crazy. I feel sick because I didn't even drink at the club. (laughs) Like I wasn't even, we're like, Maureen, uh, let's run the tape. Ella, grab, grab the footage. Ella. (laughs) Ella was the producer, content creator, DJ of the trip. I mean, anything that was documented was courtesy Ella. I mean, I would do something and be like, I wish that was on camera. And Ella was like laying underneath something with three phones. Like, I got it. I got the whole thing. (laughs) Wait, the best is how we can't even. I don't even say like Maureen was drunk. I just say Maureen was under the influence because with Maureen, you just never know what she's stirring up. It is hilarious. Aubrey, where do you find Marine? <laughs> Marine has passed away next to the toilet. <laughs> With her sleep mask on, matching, of course. And she didn't, oh, 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 my God. Marine, Marine, I go down, I'm like, hi, Marine, how are we? She goes, do you know where my phone is? I track it, location off. I was like, dude, this thing's gone. An hour later, our kind, kind cab driver comes knocking on the door, brings Marine her phone back. Shout out. So Which, nice. This is, this is, this would only happen to Marine. Aubrey and I have lost 10 phones in the zip code of San Francisco because there's thieves here Literally. because we're idiots because I have no idea. I lose my phone. It's gone. I don't even think twice about it. Us hearing a knock, knock, knock at the door of a random cab driver dropping off her phone is textbook Marine. That would only happen so to textbook. her. Which was clutch because had she have lost her phone, that would have been like a huge bummer for her. So we spent the day at this really nice resort. It was unreal from the weather being perfect, the pool, the hot tub, the lawn chairs. There were like lawn chairs in the pool, which is my favorite thing because you get to lay down and be in the water and be getting color. Everyone was just like on cloud nine because it just felt like a relaxing spa day all of us together in matching bikinis. Aubrey hooked it up by like incorporating a day into the schedule where we would be 
you know, like relaxing. Once again, the itinerary just never missed a beat. And I feel like Brie had the line of the trip when she was like, everything has been perfect. I've never been too bored, never been too hungry, never been too this, like never too anything. It was always just right. Just perfect. Yeah. We played a little volleyball. I got to tap into my, you know, non D1 self with three D1 athletes. It was fabulous. That was so nostalgic for me. There was a volleyball net there and I got to play with Natalie, Cindy, and Brie. I played varsity in high school with Natalie. I played club with Brie and then I played college with Cindy. And then we were playing doubles for like 10 minutes, which was just so fun. And it was 10 minutes. I'll be honest, because I couldn't breathe by the end of it. I forgot how hard the old sand kind of traps your feet. It was really hard for me, but it was fun. It was so fun. And then this was when we filmed the iconic My Bachelorette Squad and Their Problems video, which stirred up a lot of drama online. Yeah. Do you want to clarify any of that? You you heathenous skank. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly. So first of all, Ella, once again, carrying the squad on her back, like has this idea that she's going to get like these slow-mo shots of everyone to this Nicki Minaj song. And then I was like, I'll do another Bachelor Squad in Problems because the Bridesmaids in Problems video from my bridal shower did so well. So we do this and we've all been like creating like bits throughout the trip and like everyone has their storyline. So as we're going through it all together on the bus, we're like, Natalie flirts with every waiter. Cindy sleeping the whole time. Ella missed her flight. So we get to Brie. And the night before we were playing a game, one of the game nights was Max answered questions. And then I had to answer like fill in the blanks. And so one of the questions was if Max had to hook up with one of your friends, who would it be? Which I think is hilarious. If you're on a bachelorette party and like you don't want to talk. I mean, I I don't even want to like get can't like No, which also let's give some context. It's like, I feel like people are framing like, this is so weird of Max. First of all, Vic answers the question dead serious. Oh, probably Brie. I don't know. We've talked about it. You're athletic, (laughs) whatever. And Max literally on the video for five minutes doesn't answer it. Like he's such a good guy. He didn't even answer the question on his portion of what he spoke. Like everyone's freaking out like, oh, Max, untrustworthy, red flag. Hey, if you don't ask your boyfriend who of your friends they think are hot, get a life. But also- Obviously, you're if you're in a relationship with someone, they think other people are attractive. They're humans. So yeah, I've asked Max before, okay, if you had to like hook up with one of my friends, who'd you hook up with? And he said the same to me. Like you're we're just curious. So right away I go, Brie, like he thinks Brie's pretty cute. And so that everyone starts like cracking up. And then also like Natalie and Aubrey and everyone else is like, okay, Max, like what, what am I not <laughs> am I not kicking it for you? <laughs> Me literally perking up waiting for you to say me. Literally, I'm, I'm like fluffing my hair. I'm like, just say, on, just change. say it. Let's, okay, let's just get out of the way. Literally. So then the next <laughs> next day, when we're doing these like captions for everyone, Natalie goes, Bree is the hall pass. And we start dying laughing. So I put hall pass over Breeze. And then I post it online and everyone's like, hall pass. Oh my God. And then people are like, what does it mean? And someone's like, it means that's the one person they get to hook up with and they won't get in trouble. Oh my God. I'm like, you guys are insane. Like, it's a joke. And then people were then ripping into me for the fact that I've asked Max who of my friends he thinks are hot and vice versa as if. And then in the video we made, I was making a joke like one time Max and I are at dinner, we're drinking, we're, we're talking. And a girl's like, the fact that you had to have this conversation under the influence just proves you shouldn't be having it. I'm like, I have oh talked with God, him a so million times tired. about this sober, dead sober. It does nothing to me. Like it's funny. And I've told him who I think is cute. And then there were people commenting, 
oh, comedy. Can't wait to see how this comedy plays out in 10 years. Literally relaxed. Wow. wow. Okay. Not yeah. that deep. It's wow. Deep. I love trolls. They're probably so happy in their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, in therapy recently, I've been working on not needing to have everyone accept me. So I normally would delete this kind of video and be like, oh my God, everyone's getting the wrong impression and everyone's wrong. And like, they don't understand. Then I was like, F it. Like this video is freaking hilarious. I know what it means. It's funny. Like I know I'm going to be with Max till the day we die. Like it's ridiculous. So I left it up and I had a little anxiety while I was doing my makeup, knowing people were commenting and like didn't understand it. But I was like, this is an exposure. And when I had my therapy session earlier today, Ali was so proud of me. I love when you do your little exposures. I, I need to expose myself a little bit more. I know. I love an exposure. I think the video says it all. We're all having an amazing time. We're all feeling ourselves. I also think this trip was like very pro, like just, just show yourself in your bikini. Like corporate now wouldn't yes. have done that, you know, five years ago. I'm freaking twerking in a viral TikTok video. All right. So for those of you who got the chance to see that, you're welcome. And for those of you who haven't, go check out. <laughs> I was noticing that like my confidence in what I posted kind of like just took off because you're just surrounded by such a beautiful body positive group of girls totally. that I kind of came back to the States and I was like, my bosses follow me. My bosses follow me and I work totally. in corporate America. <laughs> Wait, like in the sense that you were posting like risque photos and like just being scandalous, like getting hosed down by the boatman. Literally getting literally. hosed down. I posted a bikini pic on corporate Natalie. Like no one asked for that. Someone literally commented <laughs> unfollowed. I'm like, I respect that. Like, I totally respect that. You came here for jokes. <laughs> I literally took on a different Instagram persona this weekend. I will, I don't have ever have content like and that. And when you're around <laughs> Ella, she just like encourages you to just like really like feel your sexuality, totally. which, which I love. And I'm so glad you guys <laughs> felt that. And you know what? The, shout out GGC bikinis because everyone felt banging in those one pieces. Then we get back and it's time for getting ready for rodeo, which I was so excited for. This was like my most highly anticipated night because... While I didn't know a lot about the trip, I did know that like months ago you said you're going to need cowgirl boots. And I was like, enough said. And then I start like planning this and outfit. Big's like, cowgirl, I got it. High, <laughs> knee high sequin with a heel. That's what cowgirls wear. <laughs> I know. I know. I went like, I went like euphoria cowgirl, like valley, girly girl, cowgirl. Um, I knew the whole thing had to be sparkly. And shout out to Los Angeles cowgirl who designed and gifted me my iconic cowgirl hat. It was just, I mean, the most beautiful cowgirl hat I think you can wear. So we all get ready. And I loved everyone's outfits. This was so fun. Like you guys, the, so how'd you come up with the color scheme and what'd you tell people? We went back and forth. I initially was like, does everyone need to be in black? And then you were like, no, I think pink and black. So we got the pink hats. We, we did everything up front. We were making sure we kind of vetted some of the outfits. And I think the, the most fun part of all of this, I think there's two, like one, the getting ready, at least for us, like you, we were doing glam. Like it just, it's so fun just going from like your beach kind of no makeup look to like full glam cowgirl. And then I think the flip side, we were all also just so excited about the content. Like I know it, I feel like going into it, like you had a little anxiety about the content. Like I didn't know what the right balance was of like, I want you to, I want this whole thing to be documented, but I don't want it to feel forced. Like, and I think it struck the perfect balance of we're all like so excited to do these videos, be in these videos, like be a part of it, like be in the part of the creative process, go in the bathroom and do that. I think blank's going to be the drunkest because like we were so mm -hmm. pumped on it and just, I, I loved being a part of that and also just being, you know, part of the creative direction of it. 
and producer. So it was really As fun. a non-influencer, it's so fun when you are like surrounded by that. Like people are just professionals and then you just get to be told what to do and then watch the likes and comments roll in. Like I live for that. <laughs> I live to cameo. Yeah, I honestly totally. think it was the perfect balance. I was thinking about that too because I was antsy about it, but I think it was never a nuisance and no one was ever annoyed or frustrated. And it was always like, it was always an extra thing. Like we prioritized the fun and then we documented things or the documenting things was the fun and like everyone was living for it. And then we created a shared album, which now we all continuously like live vicariously through and put all of our photos in. So yeah, that was amazing. This night at the rodeo, we're at the most fun kind of setting for dinner. And us in our cowgirl outfits, we walk in, it's called the office. We walk in and every head turns looking at us, probably because we're in neon pink and white and just look just so obviously like a sore thumb, but also just because we look amazing. Like I've never looked that good. I, Vic's got a sparkly cat eye wing on. She does that one on me in pink. Like we just were feeling ourselves. It was like the best night ever. Everyone's looking. It's like the red carpet is rolled out. We get to our table. Like it just vibes were right. Vibes were absolutely set. They were so right. And Ella, of course, documented that exact moment. I don't know how, Literally. but like she got it on camera. We sit down. The table next to us sent me a shot, which I downed instantly. And everyone was shooketh that like I threw back a like I, it was a yellow tequila, like not the good kind. It was a big champagne glass of tequila and we tried the blink. whole thing down her throat. Vic chase with a smile. I like was, I was, I was just trying to set the tone for the night. And actually on the bus ride to dinner, we had this crazy idea to create a group Snapchat with all the girls on my trip and all the guys on Max's trip. And we titled it hashtag browned out and sent a selfie of all of us. And from that moment on, we knew we were entering dangerous territory. I was waiting for us to bring up the Snapchat because that group made the entire weekend. We're yeah. sending competitive back and forth snaps of who's having a better night. We're doing direct call outs. I'll, I'll even say some names. I'm like, Peyton, you single? <laughs> <laughs> so like, we're, we're, we're firing literally. off content. We're sending thirst traps. I'm like, hi, Peyton. Seriously, you up? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it was hilarious because uh, like people start um, Snapchatting each other. And like, there was crossover. Like some of my friends, I've met some of Max's friends. Chloe's boyfriend was on that trip too. And so the whole thing was hilarious. And then when the guys saw the group chat, they were like, oh shit, this is dangerous. Like snapping us back. And then it was fun because we knew anything put in the Snapchat would like die in the Snapchat. So like we were going hard and that was comedy. And then we're all getting shot. Like what's, Aubrey, want to explain Rambo? So Rambo is the office mascot, if you will. And it's this guy in a sombrero and poncho who walks around with a belt full of tequila and lime <laughs> juice. And the, all the tequila is free. All you have to do is tip him. And he just comes around, tilts your head back and pours this bottom shelf tequila down your throat and then chases it with literal limeade, um, shakes your head. And goes around your whole table. Well, so and then we he whips got, out um, like a styrofoam peen. <laughs> and, and then str strangles you with a plush penis. Let's <laughs> oh not forget that. <laughs> we all are getting shots. He's going around and around the table. I lean my head back to take my shot directly after Aubrey. And I hear Aubrey tilt her head back and go, 
Rambo, another one. (laughs) (laughs) I spit my shot out because I'm dying laughing. Like it was the most insane night ever. We were just all on one. People are sending big shots. She's taking them. We're confused why she's taking them. We're a little worried that she's taking them. She's totally fine. And this was probably, I mean, (laughs) freaking every meal was amazing, but this was probably my favorite meal because this was the meal that Nat, you mentioned we went around and I told everyone like why I loved them. And then they gave it back to me and we were all crying. It was just so sweet. And like, just, we all knew it was our last night too. And that the next day people were going home. So that was, I think really like getting everyone emotional and excited for the last night. And also the only reason I was like throwing shots back is because on the bus ride there, Max had sent a Snapchat. Well, cause when they found out Maureen had the IV, Max sent this Snapchat that was like, Maureen, like we need a game seven recovery. Like get your ass back to the party. Like let's go. Like Max sent this hype up video that like I almost felt like I needed to see. And I was like, I needed that to light a fire under me to like go so hard tonight. And so I think that's what like inspired it. And then, yeah. And then we all got food. We chugged Marg's. We, oh my God, Natalie's holding up a photo of her and Aubrey crying. Here's, here's me and Aubrey sobbing. Don't, don't mind us. Just, just sobbing at the speeches. At the table stories. It was literally so sweet. And then like after that, we have like mascara running on our face, but we're so ready to go. We rip another shot. We get in the van. We go to, of course, El Squid Row, the best place in Cabo, the epicenter, dare we say. We've been in Cabo when we were 16 years old. El Squid Row has been there for years. We, you know, we were, it was like coming home. It felt like coming <laughs> home and we go there like and we're soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Literally like that. We're, we get in and we're kind of drunk, kind of just getting situated going up that. Can I tell the story of how this happened? Sure. What story? We're, we walk upstairs, we get our drink tickets. We have our tequila sodas, whatever. And Vic tries to, you know, she's the bride. She's the main character. <sighs> I mean, everyone should just freaking bow down. Vic hops up on a table, you know, just whatever. She's kind Wait, of, it wasn't a there, table. It was like the, I want to clarify. Cause I would never stand up on someone's table. They're like elevated bar. Like it, it doesn't seem like, it private. doesn't seem it's like, like it was, thing. I didn't know it was someone's table, but I basically stood on like the two tall benches of someone's table and I didn't realize it. Totally. And she starts dancing, twerking, throwing it back, whatever. And the guy is like, it was like, there's a couple. And the guy is like, Hey, sorry. You know, if you could, this is kind of our space. Like if we could just have some space. And we look at the guy's fiance sitting directly to, to his right. And it's Simone Biles. <laughs> it's, it's Simone Biles. We, Vic, Vic infiltrated Simone Biles table of every, every elevated table she could have possibly like, gone to. That was the one she chose I to literally kind of on. turn around. And this guy's like, excuse me, like this is our table. And I'm like, Oh, like, sorry. And then I like, I catch a like a, a sober glimpse of it. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, sorry. Like, I was like, I'm so fucking sorry. Like I start like, want to like bow down. Like, I mean, I, I saw Simone Biles and I was so freaking embarrassed because three seconds prior, my ass was in her face. <laughs> and when I say like, that was a sobering experience for Vic. I mean, she started putting on a full blown performance for Simone for the rest of the night, which I honestly think was the adrenaline you needed to just keep going. Like I feel like you could have maybe just gotten too drunk from all the, like that was, you were wide awake. You're like, I need to buy her a drink. I, oh my gosh. Well, I, need I to wanted dance. to buy them to an apology space. drink because I felt bad that I had like stepped in their space, but I was dying. I mean, Simone Biles, the greatest female athlete alive currently. I feel like the other girls on the trip, like just weren't comprehending that. And I was like, literally like, on the verge of tears. Like I cannot believe we are within 
like I, I couldn't even believe it. So then, yes, I grabbed Natalie. I'm like, I need to buy her, them a drink and apologize. So I buy two drinks. I, br- I bring them over. I'm actually fearful that the minute that that her fiance sees me, he's going to be like security, like get this girl in the white, like away from us. Totally. Um, and so anyways, I, I, I tap on them and I'm like, oh, I just want to buy these drinks. I'm so sorry. Simone was like, oh my God, don't worry about it. She was like, this is for you. You keep this. I was like, no, you take it. And then, and then, you know, you know, like you do with anyone you meet, you try to find like a common thread of like relatability. I'm like, I, I got my dress from Galia Lahav too. And she was like, I love Galia Lahav because we have the same wedding dress designer. And then I said, congratulations. And he smiled. And then I left because I didn't want to like be annoying. I wanted to give them their space, but that was such a freaking highlight. I cannot believe I spoke to and bought Simone Biles a drink. I also thought the whole thing was so funny. Like, you know, obviously different level of fame. Of course, she's like Olympia, but whatever, like in her mind, you are just some like random drunk bride who like info. It's like, (laughs) oh, little did you know, you have like a fully thriving podcast. You're verified on all platforms. You literally advocate for mental health of athletes. Like, okay, Simone, like you're also kind of in the presence of a celebrity. All right. So maybe you're lucky she twerked on you. No, no, literally. But I just definitely, yeah, I almost... I mean, if we could manifest her on the pod someday, that would be insane. But yeah, that was that was wild and such a highlight. And then one of my favorite parts of that night was when I was with the two other brides in the club at the dancing on the balcony. That was my least favorite part of the night as there is clearly only allowed to be one bride in the whole club and it had to be you. So sorry. <laughs> Largest club in Cabo. We're like, another bride i mean get out of here like we were so upset vic's so happy to be in in community with these other brides dancing aubrey and i are sitting chest puffed like ready to step in if needed like how can we how can we get involved here how do we get them off the balcony who are these people like freaking out i feel like i was looking for every bride in the club to like bring them up i was like we need a picture of all the brides together i only remember seeing two others but yeah that was fun that we 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 three had our moment and yeah it was just the best night dancing partying like i it was unreal and so much fun and such a great night out and on cue we had the cab to take us home at 3 a.m yes aubrey like floated like should we go hot tub i was like aubrey who are you how like, well, we did get back to normal we did get back from rodeo night and proceeded to skinny dip that was probably the most fun is just taking off all of our clothes in the kitchen of the airbnb and then skinny dipping um and the whole entire trip there had been a group of guys who like were in the the airbnb like above ours that could see down and we were like Loki, thank goodness that they weren't out that night, but there were some girls calling for him. Totally. I was screaming. Was I was screaming, like butt naked. Like, hi, boys. <laughs> yeah. It was weird they didn't wake up because we were, we were pretty loud. <laughs> and yeah, that was so much fun. And then we and then we went to bed at like 4 a.m., woke up the next morning around like 8, barely slept because wanted to say goodbye to Tot and Bree who left first. And then it was over and it was so sad, but it was like so well lived and everything was amazing. I am still in cloud nine. I like, I refuse to look at my email. Like it's literally almost Wednesday of this work week. Like I need to like, I just like the minute I like start to do other things, I accept that it's over and like, I don't want it to be over, but I love you guys. And you threw me the bachelorette of my dreams. And like, I just still am thinking it was a dream because it was so perfect. And I like I'm so grateful and I'm so lucky and I love you guys. And thank you for your last bridal duty of letting me hold you hostage on RealPod for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) We literally had so much fun planning it. Like genuinely, like I could see how it's, it's a lot to do, but we're just so, everyone was so genuinely happy to be included and plan it. We're so happy. This was the best weekend of my life. 
I want to do it all over again. Well, don't worry. I will be going just as hard for both of you on your bachelorettes. Oh, in 35 years. (laughs) That's so sweet of you. Hopefully we'll still be kicking. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you for being the best friends. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week seeing behind-the-scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real.